Hey guys, and welcome back to episode four of the podcast Project Upgrade. I am Lucas Sainun. And I am Samantha Wicks. And today we are talking about everything training. So this is, are you training properly? So now this episode, we're going to be talking about everything in terms of training, intensity, your sets, your times, everything to do with training properly and really optimizing your training for the most benefits. I think this is a very important topic and I think it's very overlooked, um, especially with maybe beginners coming into bodybuilding. I think um, it's very much, a, oh, I just got to go do my training session and also kind of have an excuse to why they can't train hard. You do know what I mean? I definitely do, yeah. yeah. I see that all the time. I think it's a very important topic that a lot of people don't understand properly. Yeah. Now, I think a lot of people, they get unglued and they make some errors because they think of it as like a checklist. Yeah. Like, I've got to go to the gym four times this week. So they'll go to the gym regardless of how they train or what they do in the gym. I went to the gym. Right. I will admit I used to be like that. For sure. Yeah, 100%. absolutely. As long as I went to the gym, I'm going to make progress, yeah. which is not always the case. Now, you do want to dive deeper into what your training sessions are like. Now, one of the best tips that I have is try to get your mind-muscle connection as optimized as you possibly can. Now, what is that? That is your connection with how you're training and what your muscles are feeling during the exercises. Now, without proper mind-muscle connection, it's not going to be guaranteed that you are hitting your muscles as effectively as you possibly can. It's very easy to just go through the motions with just doing an exercise. Now with good mind muscle connection, you can physically feel those muscle fibers mm. really contracting, really stretching out. And then you know that you're actually hitting that muscle as much as you can. And I think that's the important thing. Like, are you actually feeling a lat pull down in your lats or are you feeling it in your traps? Do you know what I mean? Like little things like that do go a long way in your training like I used to never feel my lats because I have scoliosis like I actually struggled I didn't understand that I should feel that kind of pinch mm -hmm. and then when I got on top of that mind muscle connection that's when I really started to see the growth happen you know what I mean so definitely take your time with your mind muscle connection am I doing this bicep curl and feeling it in my bicep or am I actually not feeling anything at all how yeah. can I actually make this optimal well i think the first step to that is just identifying where you should be feeling it in mm. the first place instead of just reading that this is a good program for an upper body day and then you do an exercise in that program you want to know what exact muscle group you're working and then once you know what muscle you're working you can pretty much put your mind into that muscle and then once you once you've started the exercise you can really feel those muscle fibers contract but then if you don't feel that then your mind muscle connection will be telling you hey man we don't feel it in the chest we feel it a bit more in the shoulders and then that's when you can think okay well I'd need to change something. And that's when optimizing your form really comes into into play there. So your mind muscle connection will tell you if your form's a little bit off. Yeah. I do also find um, maybe investing in a face-to-face -face PT should be something that you look at if you are struggling with mind muscle connection. It doesn't have to be like an ongoing thing, but I know I had a couple of sessions with my coach, Tim, just to get my lats working because yeah. I, for the life of me, could not figure it out. And then we worked together. Now they're fine. Yeah. You know, like I do some sessions with you sometimes, like my last prep, we were doing sessions once a week and you would still pick me up on things and go, oh, like, are you actually feeling it here? Are you feeling it here? Mm. So it is always good. You're, you're never a pro when it comes to that kind of stuff. Like you will always find new ways to have that 
next level of mind muscle connection and don't let the ego get the better of you being like i've been training for five years i don't need to pt yeah that's, that's one of the big ones you see the the big guys on the olympia stage the mr olympia winners mm. they all have a coach 100%. and there's a big reason for that like especially when you are training you get a little bit emotionally invested into the session like you think oh this is hurting or like i just need to finish this up like it, your mind is this powerful thing that will try to avoid uncomfortable situations yeah well you avoid pain you protect yourself You're exactly like, right i want to do that because that yeah. is what a workout is you're putting yourself through pain you're straining <laughs> <Wow>. your muscles <laughs> that's kind of what that? uh, why are we so obsessed with this <laughs> it's kind of, kind of a, bit, a bit weird when you boil it down yeah. <laughs> we, we make it a task to go inflict pain five times a week love it a little bit crazy but yeah we ain't gonna stop that <laughs> but that's the thing your mind will try to take you away from these uncomfortable situations which is where you need to be when you're training so it's very easy to rush a set or to do an improper technique, maybe not go down deep enough just to avoid that pain and just to give in to those signals that your brain is giving. But if you have a good mind-muscle connection, you can really think, okay, no, I need to feel it in this bicep here. I need to feel yeah. my back here. So I'm going to see the course. I'm going to finish this exercise with everything perfect. That's when you really start to see the real benefits of exercise training. Also, time under tension. That is a huge one. And I honestly find time under tension helps with that mind-muscle connection because it makes you slow down the movement. And you're actually spending more time feeling that muscle. You actually get more time where that mind-muscle connection is active. Yeah, or even just basic activation exercises. Like, for example, on glute days, I have a lot of clients who struggle to feel their glutes and it's like, okay, well, let's put this glute activation stuff in there just to get those glutes firing so you can actually feel it. So if you're struggling with active, you know, not actually feeling it, maybe you do need to look at some type of warm-up where you should be doing activation work so that when you are doing your workout it's firing yeah or maybe you need to start implementing more mind not sorry not my muscle connection um time under tension maybe you do need to look at having a two second negative or whatever it might be just so you can actually feel that movement but also just on that we shouldn't be rushing our reps anyway yeah like we shouldn't be ego lifting and kind of just rushing through the reps or what did you say before just kind of going through the motions going like, through the motions yeah you don't want to do the exercise just for the sake of doing the exercise now the no best point. the best kind of sets they're the long sets they're the drawn out sets mm. not necessarily in terms of rep range but the ones where you're really taking your time on the way down a two second eccentric squeezing where you can these are the things that you can implement that can actually override the need for an excessive amount of weight as yeah. well. So weight isn't the only component that goes into weight training. A lot of people kind of think that's the big goal to hit. More weight, more muscle. Yeah. Not always the case, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's just ego lifting. That is ego lifting. So if you were to reduce the weight and then focus on these more important keys, like the time under tension, like the squeezing, just taking your time with the exercises, yeah. regardless of the weight... And that comes back to the mind-muscle connection as well. You'll feel that muscle a whole lot more. You'll feel it burning up once you start taking your time with these exercises, dropping the weight a little bit. That's when you'll really start to feel that muscle properly working when you really put it into overdrive like that. Well, let's chat about ego lifting for a second. Let's have a talk. Ego lifting is something that we all struggle with at some point, let's be honest. Like I vividly remember I was starting to make that transition into not ego lifting and actually taking my time with sets, having a purpose behind every rep, that kind of stuff, right? So I went on the hip thrust. I used to do 200 kilos for a hip thrust. Now, was that proper? Probably not. Like looking back at it, probably not my it's best It's a lot of form. weight. <laughs> exactly. And like, was I actually getting anything, anything out of it rather than my ego boosted? Probably not. 
right? But I vividly remember I went back into the gym and I started doing hip thrusts and I dropped the weight right back down like 60 or 80. Like it was very light compared to what I was doing, but I was doing very slow movements and oh my God, my ass was on fire. Yeah. It was like the first time that I really felt my glutes and my hamstrings burn. In and that's thrust. the craziest part with lighter weight, yeah. right? Yeah. You felt the muscle more with oh. lighter weight. Yeah, I remember just almost crying while doing this set and I was super setting it with someone else. Like my glutes were on fire. Mm-hmm. And then this other girl walked in. I'll never forget this. She walked in, <laughs> had a look at me up and down and was like, oh, I can lift heavier than her. <laughs> and, but I felt my ego kick in. I felt my ego lifting okay. kick in and go, oh, you want to go? Like I'll, I'll lift heavier than you. Like I'll, <laughs> I'll stack this. Yeah. But I didn't, which was big for me. Like I actually really had to sit there and go, don't do it like it's not a good idea (laughs) and then she went off and made sure that she had more than me and i i watched it's like when you're just watching people and you're kind of like like what are you doing why do you care yeah like why why are you worrying about this because she was vividly like just staring at me from afar very obvious and then she put more weights on and then i watched her and i was like oh that used to be me. Yeah, That's right. what I used to do. Worrying about the weight. <laughs> and worrying about what other people think and like yeah, lifting gotcha. heavier than people, like that kind of stuff. That's really where it stems from, Exactly. Right? The and ego lifting. Yeah, and that was the moment that I was like, nah, that's not me anymore. Yeah. Like I, I'm happy with this. I'm actually getting the most out of this. What's that girl doing over there? She's going to hurt herself, first yeah. of all. But yeah, just being very wary of that kind of stuff. Like the gym's not a competition. No, definitely not. Exactly. And if you view it as a competition, maybe you need to take a sit back and really have a conversation with your ego and go, am I actually lifting for the right reasons yeah. or am I lifting to try and beat this girl in the corner? Yeah, am I just trying to impress people in the gym or am I trying to put some muscle mass on? Am I yeah. trying to build my body? Now, a good way to combat that, imagine you're in the gym by yourself. Mm. Are you going to be lifting that weight? No Are you way. going to be trying to show off with this crazy amount of weight? You know, probably not. You're probably going to lift a more reasonable amount of weight, try to stimulate your muscles to the maximum. You're not going to care about what anybody thinks because no one's in the gym. Try to train like that, even if you're in a big public gym. And I guarantee you, you'll see a lot more results than try to push big weights and trying to impress people that at the end of the day, don't really care how much you're lifting. I even caught myself once. This was a weird one, but I caught myself going to post a video of me doing some exercise and then I almost didn't do it because I noticed that it was a light set. Mm, like I wasn't doing yeah. my high set. Yeah. And I was like, oh no, I can't because people are going to think I'm weak. There's and nothing was, to yeah. flex here. So then I, I then went to write, this was my warm up set. Like to kind of to, justify yeah, why yeah. I was like holding light I weights. can do more, I promise. Yeah. And then I just stopped and I was like, wait, wh- why what do am I, I have doing? to explain like, that? Why am I explaining that I'm lifting a light weight because it's my first set? Like yeah. it's still a good video. Yeah. I still look awesome. Why am I explaining myself? Who cares about the weight? That's exactly. The thing. So I just posted the video. I, I literally wrote nothing on. I just posted it. You and know the like, thing is, I doubt anyone looked at that and then thought, "Oh, she's pretty weak." I doubt mm. anyone really thought that. Don't get me wrong. There probably was one person out there who was, you know, trying to pull you apart. Like there are people uh, like you that get out those there. You do. Right. It, it is what it is, right? But it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because if anything, it's just going to make me look like a bigger person. You know. Yeah. So it's very important to not get caught up in that as well like you know only lifting heavy for instagram yeah only lifting heavy because your crush walks in the door or whatever it might be Mm. it actually doesn't matter yeah if you're lifting with intention and actually training to get on stage or whatever it might be every single rep should have a purpose yes it shouldn't be to impress anyone it actually doesn't matter one of my big sayings that i tell people is ask yourself are you a power lifter or are you a bodybuilder? Do you care strictly about the weight that you're lifting? 
or you're trying to build a good physique, mm. right? You want to look at one of two of those routes, right? If you're trying to build a physique, just don't worry about the big weights, right? It doesn't matter if you're hitting a whole heap of weight, if the guy next to you is lifting more. Like in the gym, like I'm not lifting super lightweight, but there's guys mm. that lift more than me. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Like I'm lifting a good amount of weight in a, a way that grows muscle to its maximum. And I'm happy. Like I'm making progress. I don't care what anybody else is lifting in the gym. And if you really don't care what anyone else is lifting in the gym, you'll see yourself start to progress because you start gravitating towards training that is more optimized for bodybuilding instead of just lifting weights that are heavy just for the sake of impressing people. I also find ego lifting takes over, like, you know, when you have on your workout, like you have a time under tension for that exercise. Yeah. I feel like the ego lifting takes over sometimes and says, yeah, but if we get rid of that, we yes, absolutely. Yeah, you start prioritizing the weight more than these key steps of tempo and time under tension. Yeah, for sure. There's a hierarchy with these things in the gym, mm. and weight is about number three. Yeah. Like your technique and your time under tension, those are definitely the top two. You want to optimize both of those before you even start thinking about optimizing and increasing yeah. the weight. I challenge everyone listening to this right now. This yeah. week. Catch yourself on ego lifting. Catch yourself when you do it. Stick to your plan. Stick to the time under tension. If you catch yourself, you know, putting up a video just because it's the heaviest weight, ask yourself why. Why are you doing that? You know, little things like that. And if you catch yourself in those moments, post it on your story and tag us. I want to see Yeah, I'd love to see that. I want to see who has an ego lifting moment. If I I have it, I'll post it on my story. I'll be like, oh, lol, had an ego lifting moment. I've done it before for sure. I think everyone has tried to do it. Honestly, everyone, tag us on Instagram, both of us. I want to see your ego lifting. (laughs) I want to see the moment that you go, oh, I'm ego lifting. And what did you do about it? Like, I want to know, or even just DM us. Because yeah, it, it is actually really, like it's a tough pill to swallow at first. It's really tough. It's you, like, oh. You sometimes don't realize you're doing it either. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. catch yourself. Yeah. I dare everyone. <laughs> and on that point as well, like if you are doing that, if you are trying to go a little bit too heavy, after you've filmed it or after you've done that set, ask yourself these questions. Did I spend enough time controlling the weight down? Did I go down deep enough? Just kind of assess mm. that set. And then if the answer is, oh, actually, no, I stopped a little bit short just so I could get that weight up. That's when you've known you've gone a little bit too heavy. If you were to drop that down just a little bit, get that full range of motion, get the full time under tension, you'll get a much better set. But try not to have it overridden by the amount of weight. Try try to catch yourselves out. All right. Next thing. Next points. I think one of the big things that people will kind of shortcut is how close to failure they can actually get. Yeah, oh, me. (laughs) (laughs) I will never forget that day where you were just like, what are you doing? And I was like, I hit my 10 reps, I'm done. Yeah. Because that's what it says on the program. Like I've done my 10 reps, I'm done. And you just looked at me and said, but you've got like five more reps in you. And I was like, "Mm, it's okay. And you just couldn't believe it. No, I'm like, no, it's not okay. Like how's your muscle going to grow if you don't bring it very close to failure? So failure for anyone is just the amount of weight that you're lifting, how close to your absolute maximum amount of repetitions you can achieve. So say if I'm lifting with 50 kilos, if I can get that, 10 times and then just cannot for the life of me, if you gave me a million dollars, get 11, right? 10 is my failure point. You want to get as close to that failure point as you can possibly get. Now, a lot of people, the mistake would be once it starts getting hard, that's when they think, oh, failure is coming. And then, all right, let's stop the set. A lot of the time, you'll be very surprised. You've got another three reps 
after that point where it starts hurting. So challenge yourself to this as well. See if you can push out those last extra reps. Now, don't get me wrong. They are going to be grueling, right? You are oh. going to be performing them a lot slower. Yeah. You're going to be grinding to get this weight up. But at the end of the day, if you can get those last one, two, three reps out, those are the big growing reps that are really going to start maximizing your physique. I was training with my mate Alex once and it was like, around the time that I actually started training properly, I started training with mates all the time. And the reason for that was because I found that my mates would catch me out of my shit. Like yeah. you did. Like a lot of my mates would be like, Sam, come on, you can lift heavier than that. Or like whatever. Like they saw what I couldn't see. Mm-hmm. And I vividly remember this one time I was on the leg press machine and Alex had put on a certain amount of weight. And I was like, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. And he was like, uh, yes, you can, and you're going to do it. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll just get six reps. And he was like, okay, Sam. (laughs) And I got to my six and he was screaming at me in the gym, like screaming. Yeah, it was intense, but I work well under that kind of pressure. You do actually, yeah, that heavy motivation. I love it when someone is like in my face, like, Sam, do not stop. You are getting two more. Yeah, Yeah, and I remember getting to 10, my legs were shaking. Yeah. And then he's like, nah, you've got more. And I was like, what? Kept going. I got to 15. And you thought and you had six. You, th- yeah, you were planning to get yeah, six. I got to 15 of this ridiculous <laughs> weight that I never thought I could. Crazy. I was bawling into, t- I was crying. I just literally rolled out of the leg press machine, cried on the floor. And he was like, that's how you train. Yeah. And ever since then, I always go for that kind of feeling. Like, obviously, there's, there's going to be some times that I don't. Like I'm not going to cry every freaking set, no, no. <laughs> but it was like a level unlocked. And oh, when you hit that new level of training, you, you always try to get back to that. Yeah, exactly. You always try to just train hard. Because then you realize what your body is actually capable mm. of. Because you might think that once you get into this six rep mark, uh, you might think, oh, this is where my body stops. Yeah. Right. But then once you get that moment where you've proven, oh, I can get to 15, oh, this is where I should be ending up. It's this, a new benchmark. It's yeah. a new benchmark. And you kind of want to have that be the set standard for all of your other sets, right? Yeah, definitely. And I feel like in prep, it's very easy to fall into the um, habit of, oh, no, I'm in prep. I have less energy. Yeah, I have to I, lift Yeah, lighter. I'm supposed to be getting weaker. Yeah, so my last prep, I actually had on my phone, like, all my weights, and I made it my rule that I had to keep hitting those weights or higher for the rest of prep. Yep. And I did it. Yeah. I did not drop weight on any exercise. Yeah. It is very much achievable. It's a mental game. It's like, a mental game. Oh, there were some days where I looked at the weight and I was like, how the There's fuck no did I way. get that? Like, yeah, I was shocked that I even lifted that the week before. I was like, what yeah. did I do? What was I eating? Am I sure I lifted that last yeah, week? <laughs> literally, I was like, surely this is an error, but I could do it. Yeah. But I remember the day when we were in the gym, you were with a client and I picked up the 40 kilo dumbbells for RDLs. Yeah. And you were like, I couldn't believe it. You were like yeah. two weeks out or something. Yeah, I was two weeks out. Yeah. But it was on my notes. Yeah. It was literally there, 40 kilos. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, shit. Did it? Was it hard? Yes. Was I almost crying? Yes. Could I have gone lighter? 100%. But I didn't let that voice in my head get the better of me. Yeah. And I pushed through and, oh, I was so proud of that. Actually, I was Sam, like, that's another yeah. good point, actually, that mm. you just made, is tracking the workouts. Yeah. So if you were able to log your workouts on an app or how did you do it on a spreadsheet? I just did it on a spreadsheet, what? like in notes yeah. on my phone. As long as you've got the number of what you did last time, if you, if you can prove to yourself, hey, I've done this weight, 
That's a direct representation of how strong your body actually is on that lift. So if you've done that the week prior, there's no reason why you can't do that this week. Mm-hmm. So logging your weights is is absolutely key for correct training because then you, it takes the guesswork out of how much you can actually lift because yeah. you've already proven that you've done that weight before. So attempt to hit that again or build on top of that because as you know, like, progressive overload is going to be massive for your progress in the gym. So logging the weights, having a benchmark of what to hit that week, that's going to be huge for building muscle. Instead of just going in there, going through the motions, hitting a familiar weight, or just kind of doing whatever weight feels good that day. Mm. And now excuses, that's uh, that's definitely one of the big ones, like prep, for example, being like, I'm in prep, I shouldn't be able to lift this much, or like, I've had a big day, I shouldn't be able to lift this much. Look at your notes, see, I have done this weight before, and then just Go after that same weight. You'll be surprised that you can still do that weight or if not more weight. 100%. Let's chat about resting, our rest periods. Yeah. I'm I'm guilty sometimes if I have a busy day at work and I haven't exactly switched off properly. You will catch me on my phone in between sets and reps, etc. And my 60-minute rest period will turn into two minutes. This is a big one. Minutes. This is huge. Yeah, and everyone's guilty of it. It's very easy to fall into the trap of. I find my best sessions are when my phone is on Do Not Disturb or it's on the other side of the gym. I'm with you. It's the best session because you are just so in it. Yep. You are so invested. You have a timer on your watch. Like you are ready to go kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. The worst sessions are when I'm sitting there on my phone. Yeah. And I'm getting distracted. Like, mm-hmm. oh, terrible. Well, one of the big reasons why that is is because the session goes forever, mm-hmm. right? If you're having like 10-minute rest between every set, you'll hit like the hour mark. And you're like, I've still got half a workout to go. I've had those moments. Yeah, I've had those terrible. moments for sure. And then yeah. the last couple couple of exercises you you're in that mindset of oh i can't be fucked doing this yeah <laughs> you just really just lose all interest you're you like, lose I'm all so interest dumb. i mean it goes back to the intensity that we were just talking about how good is your intensity going to be if you just can't be fucked doing this exercise yeah you know it's probably going to be pretty low yeah so just to keep the intensity nice and high keep those rest times as short as you can just a few minutes between sets and you'll see that intensity say sky high all ex- all all workout I always challenge my clients because I actually have a lot of clients who are very um, heavy in their career and, you know, with their career, they have to have their phone on them, right? Or whatever the reason might be. I always challenge them and say, okay, what's the difference? Like, think about like this. What is the difference between you being asleep right now and missing that phone call and being in the gym and missing that phone call? Nothing. Nothing. You just missed the phone call. It's the exact same. You don't Mm. have to tell them why. I challenge you to put your phone away. Put it on Do Not Disturb. I actually have a setting on my phone that if I put it on a certain mode, no one can call me, no one can contact me. Put it on airplane mode if you can. But no one can contact me on this mode. I can't even open certain apps on this mode, Mm, right? Because at the end of the day, whatever that phone call is, whatever that text message is, that email, that Instagram post, whatever it is, that can wait it doesn't have to be done at that given time. If you know though that you're waiting on something during that time at the gym, should you really be training at that time at the gym? Like you you can't train with proper intention then because all you're thinking about is this phone call coming through in 30 minutes. Exactly, yeah. Like that's where it comes down to scheduling and making sure that you you can train with no distractions. Yeah. Because if you train with distractions or let's say you're going through a breakup and all you can do is scroll through your phone or messaging him because you're having a massive fight, whatever it might be, (laughs) I don't know. But why are you bringing that into the gym? Yeah. Your gym should be like your sacred place of no bullshit coming in. Like I make it my rule. There is no going through shit. If someone's messaging me, they can wait. If someone's calling me, they can wait. It's big. And it, well, why should I bring that bullshit into the gym? This is my time. Yeah. This is my selfish time. 
I'm allowed to be selfish during this time. If someone comes up to you in the gym and tries to chat to you, you don't have to say hi. They, you don't. You know, be no. polite. Be like, oh, yeah, how's it going? But you don't actually have to sit there and chat. And I've actually had people say, oh, like I thought you were a bitch because you wouldn't talk to me in the gym. And yeah. it's like, well, I'm not there to chat. Yeah. I'm there to train. It's just one hour out of your day that is just your time. Just make it your time where you are just only focused on your goals of getting in there, smashing a workout. And it's not rude to do that either. No. Like even if someone does come up to you and says hi, feel free to just let them know, hey man, I'm, I'll am i hit my set now. Like yeah. I'll get back to my workout. I'll chat to you later. I'll message yeah. you later. Like I'm just going to train right and now. And I think that's where the long rest periods come into play is a lot of the time is the phone, but also just the face-to-face conversations, mm. right? So guys coming up to you and just having a bit of a chat, it's easy to feel like it would be rude to end that conversation. I'm telling you now, it will not be rude to just say, I've got to get back to this. I'll chat to you soon. And then just keep going with your workout. There's nothing wrong with that. You'll thank yourself as well when your workout is nice and fast paced as well. Especially in prep when you're already there for three hours doing whatever else you need to do. And also like your mental energy is quite low as well. Like Mm -hmm. you don't, have too many like you don't have too many like conversations banked up for the day yeah there's only so much social energy that you have in prep so when you're in the gym like it is work time like a perfect session for me is where i don't touch my airpods yeah like where i just don't take them out at all yeah like i love having a chat like i'm at the gym obviously all the time training clients i love having a chat to everyone but when i have that one hour or 90 minute period it is just me time yeah and as it should be as well, like you've got to respect yourself enough to give your goals of training and getting a good physique enough time in the gym and the proper time as well. So just get in, get the workout done, get it wrapped up and then do it in a nice quick way as well. So you just yeah. don't want to be spending five, 10 minutes between sets and it's just very easy to do as well. Now, I think you touched on that just before. One of the big tips that I've used for years now On your Apple Watch, just set the timer for 90 seconds, however many minutes that you desire to have your rest period. Set that timer. As soon as you put the weights down, press the timer, let it count down. And my thing is, no matter what I'm doing, no matter who I'm talking to, as soon as my wrist buzzes, back into the workout, Mm. regardless of anything. So just optimize that rest period and you will see so much more difference in how much your muscle is hurting at the end of that workout. It's night and day. But also how much more efficient you are in your session. Yeah. Like you actually get a lot out of your session. Like this is the other thing. You should be walking out of the gym buggered. You should be so sore after a workout for sure. Like you should be like, oh shit. Like I've had some people say, oh, on my rest days, like I feel like I can train, like I'm ready to go. You shouldn't be feeling like that. On your rest days, you should be like, oh boy. I need this rest day. You should be screwed. Like you should be like, I'm so ready for a rest day. I need to go get a massage to fix this up. You know, like I love my rest days now. I used to be that person though, that would try to make up an excuse to why I should train on my rest day back in my cardio bunny days. Yeah. But you know, (laughs) it's very important to remember if you're not dead after the end of your session or at least fatigued, like don't get me wrong, there's going to be some sessions that you're not dying on the floor. Like, you know, they're not always going to be a 10 out of 10. It might be a nine or an eight, right? But if it's not in that high, like eight to 10 area, have you actually trained? You haven't probably haven't pushed yourself hard enough, which I find is more often the case than not is people not training to their full potential. Mm. Like if you do an easy set where you just kind of get 10 cruisy reps, if you do that for the entire workout, you're probably not going to be too sore. You want to be buggered every time you finish a set for every set. Mm. So then that's when you really feel at the end of that workout, oh, I can't possibly do any more exercise for this muscle group. And that's actually the reason I don't like the popular bro split. Right, yeah. where you train chest on Monday, back on Tuesday, shoulders on Wednesday. Yeah. 
those are days where you're supposed to get one muscle group in per day, right? But each muscle group, you shouldn't be able to train that more than say like three exercises in yeah. a workout. If you're hitting the exercise with perfect technique, perfect tempo, just hitting the exercises to its maximum, you shouldn't be able to do more than say three exercises. You should be dead. You should be absolutely dead. So those days don't make too much sense to me because they'll include like five or six chest exercises. Yeah. But if, tr- if you're training properly, you shouldn't be able to do six mm. exercises with the chest. So try to make the most out of the actual sets that you do just so you don't have to do more exercises. Mm. I remember one time I trained with someone and they looked at my training program because we were doing my training program for the day and they were like, why are we only doing five exercises? And I looked at them and I was like, what do you mean why are we only doing five exercises? And they're like, oh, I normally do like eight to ten exercises. And I was like... Oh, that's so crazy. Yeah, but I, I was like, well, you're in for a treat today then. Yeah. By the third exercise, they were dead. Yeah, yeah. I've had that multiple yeah. times with training clients. Yeah, they were like, what, what is this? And it's yeah. like, yeah, looks can be deceiving. You don't need to have a ridiculous amount of exercises Definitely to make not. a good workout. No. Like my five, <laughs> I'm dead. You're dead. Done. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If you hit them properly, yeah, five can be all you need for an awesome workout for yeah. sure. I think that all comes to though training with intention. Yeah. Do you actually have intent with your training? Like when I go to the gym, my intention is to train. When I am training this, ex- doing this exercise, there is intention behind it. Yeah. When I'm doing my ab exercises, I have an intention behind it. When I'm doing my vacuums, when I'm doing a plank hold, I have an intention to pose a certain way on stage. You know, like there is always intention behind every single exercise. Yeah. And if you don't have that mindset towards it, then what are you doing? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like why, oh, why are you training if you don't have intention behind it? Exactly right. You need to know that, oh, okay, I'm coming in here today to smoke my shoulders just so I get a nice big frame to myself so my V taper gets increased. So I need to add this muscle mass to my shoulders. How do I do that? I go in there, burn my shoulders out. Whereas you can think, okay, today's shoulder day. I'm going to do a few shoulder exercises. Done, shoulder day. Yeah. Not necessarily the case. You've really got to know why you're going in there and then have a good game plan of how you're going to tackle these exercises. Definitely. Yeah. Is there anything else? Um, let's have a look. Um, in terms of training, just everybody I feel just needs to train harder. Like yeah. that, it's, it's just, that's the very broad point. But I feel like training intensity just needs to go up, pushing yourself closer to failure and just recognizing what your failure is level yeah. is because it is always going to be a lot higher than what you expect i think you definitely made a good point earlier of just getting a face-to-face personal trainer even yeah. for a few sessions just to identify what your failure limit is and just to push you to that point just so you can know okay i've actually got a lot more in my tank than what i think i do and then they really kind of show you the best way of really how to train for a purpose yeah uh, i think that's a very good point that you made I think one more though, we, we could chat about rest days forever. Like yeah. I'm very passionate about rest days, but I do just want to make one point with it. Sure. If you cannot train a hundred percent, like if you wake up one day and you go, oh yeah, I'm just going to go to the gym because I've got to tick that box. Like we've been saying. Yes. But let's say you wake up sick. Mm-hmm. Okay. You, there's no such thing as sweating it out. First of all, like you're not going to sweat out your sickness. Yeah. Okay. So don't go to the gym for that reason. But also, I always ask myself if I have my period or if I have like a migraine or whatever it might be and I want to go train, I'll sit there and go, okay, should I actually train today? Number one, is it a yes or a no? If it's a maybe, it's a no. It's a dead set no, okay? Then the next question is, if I don't train today, could I just train tomorrow? Yes, 
Yes, I can. Especially if you know, you know you're going to be in a better position tomorrow. Exactly. Like maybe that one day off is what all my body needs. Yeah. Maybe I do just need to switch my rest days around this week just to make that work. That's totally fine. It's, it's not totally like, fine. It's not like you have to train Monday, Tuesday. Like, you know, you can train the five days, whatever it is that you train. As long as you have those days ticked off, you're fine. Yeah. Right? But also with resting, I always say if I was to go and train today with this current situation that I have, Will I walk away proud of myself and know that I've given 110% or will I walk away and go, oh, that was an average session? Yeah. I think it comes back to just, um, what am I saying? Um, listening to your body, of course. Yeah. So you want to listen to your body. If your body is in pain and in recovery mode, like mm. the muscles are sore, obviously still recovering, your body's in recovery mode. It doesn't want to be in grow mode. Yeah. So listen to your body, have that extra rest day and then hit it once your muscles aren't too sore, once your body's a little bit more ready to train. There's no point training when you're doing leg day when your legs are sore. Yeah, right. it, there's it no point doing that. It doesn't question your discipline as a person. Like, there's this misconception that no, like discipline, you got to go even when you don't yeah, feel like yeah, it. Yeah, no, and that's. It's like, I think that's a bit outdated. That mentality. Yeah, it's like, well, no, you're disciplined enough to actually be in tune with your body and respect yeah. your body. That's discipline. Yeah, instead of just like blindly following this like concrete plan. Yeah, it's like no, listen to your body. That's the thing. It's adapting. It's it's giving you signals that it wants you to listen to. So be wise enough to really listen to your body and give it the love that it needs. Train when it wants to train, rest when it needs to rest. 100%, definitely. Yeah. Cool, I think we touched on some really good points here today. Yeah, me too. I've loved this episode. Yeah, this, this is a fun. good one. I do like talking about training. I feel like I could make a few more episodes yeah. on this with you. So there's so many little sub uh, topics on training that I think we definitely will get to in future episodes. In saying that, guys, if there is a certain topic that you guys want us to cover in future podcasts, please DM us. Let us know. Like, we'll happily jump on here and chat about it. Like, let's be honest, the health and fitness world is filled with different topics that mm. we could chat about, even career, yeah. even just lifestyle, my, like mentality, relationships as well. Like, honestly, anything, let us know and we'll pop it on the list of things to talk about. Absolutely. Obviously, we want to give you guys the best guidance that we can on topics that we know that you guys want guidance with. So let us know and we'll be more than happy to touch on these topics for sure. But my Instagram is at underscore Samantha Wicks. Mine is at it's Lucas underscore WBFF pro. Thanks for listening guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.